welcome to Doctrine and Devotion. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois, and this is a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice. Why and today you, I brought keep, along... Why do you keep trying to change things up? Because like, <laughs> I, I wasn't paying attention. I just like to I, I, you, you just want to be fresh. I just, I wasn't paying attention, and then I realized, like, no, I got this all out of order. Now I don't know when Jimmy's supposed to come in. But uh, but y'all know who we are. That's Jimmy over there. That, that's over there. Over there. Over, over there. there. Right yeah. there, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the yeah. In the chair... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Yeah, man. What's yeah. going on? What's going on? No, you know what? I had an eventful week, some of which you know of. Others you you do know, mm. but uh, only because you know that you're the catalyst of it. I received a text message okay. from a rather famous individual. Really? Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, you, you, uh, you know, he helped pioneer, mm-hmm. uh, Christian music, uh, oh, Christian techno. Yeah. <laughs> Martini. Yes. Yes. Martini is what Ronnie Martin. Yeah. Ronnie Martin. Okay. Yeah. I was like thinking about, like, I wonder if he actually thinks that's his last name. No. So I got Wait, Ronnie and I text all the time. What? What he it? calls me thorny. I get JF. <laughs> Just fooling. Just <laughs> <laughs> so Ronnie Martin, the Ronnie, Ma- the Ronnie Martin. Now, what didn't he? Wasn't he like a pioneer in like a Christian band? I like just literally said that. I literally just said that a yeah, moment but ago. I, I wasn't listening. I, I yeah. just said. Okay, okay. What was the name of his band? Christian. Joy Electric. Oh, Boom. dang. Boom. Okay. Yeah, you Boom. had to Google that. Go I ahead. did. <laughs> <laughs> so I got like he sends me a text, you know. And so I was like, screenshot, sent it to, you know, uh, a group of friends. I was like, oh, I have finally arrived, guys. The Ronnie mm-hmm. Martin has texted me. Yeah, he texted me. And they, they didn't know who he was. And he asked me a question. I'm like, you need to talk to Jimmy. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. happened. Yeah, so really, and so like, you get my leftovers. That's I know, what, I know. That's what it is. Well, he, he, he asked a question, and he had like the technical language of it. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know lingo, but I... The thing goes in the hole. Yeah, Jimmy does. He doesn't know. <laughs> I just, I'm like, button push. Yeah. Jimmy figures it out. We don't have producers. Yeah. We don't have like all this stuff. So Jimmy has figured out how to make us sound good. Yeah, man. Ryan Martin's very cool. Yeah. Like him. I, I, I want him on the podcast. Super incredible. Oh, we can get him on the podcast. I would love to. Right, I would let's, love let's to do him. that. I would love to have him on. Now we have to hear is like Christian music though. I want to play it so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I mean, it's, it's, you know, were you ever into Christian music back in the day or even today? Yeah. I've, I, I listened to Christian metal, uh, like tourniquet and deliverance, tourniquet deliverance, you know, bands like that. But, uh, I like that. Yeah. That's your jam? Okay. It sounds like like the soundtrack to an anime series. <laughs> Doesn't it? Pikachu, I pick you! <laughs> that's good. I like that. That's good. That's good stuff. Yeah. For back in the day. Well, even I guess now, so, that's you gotta, good. Yeah. You, well, no, you got to think. Like, when that, when that style was coming out, it was a great alternative for, you know, yeah, I don't know. Well, no, think of it. I mean, we, we had DC Talk. Oh, they were terrible. POD. They were good. I think, you know. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, for, you know, yeah, there, there is a place for Christian music. Oh, yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's typically the trash. Yeah, it's, it's not good. 
But Joy Electric were, were good in their genre. Mm -hmm. Tourniquet was good in their genre. Like there's always, there's a couple bands. By the way, right now, one of the really good metal bands that is Christian is A Hill to Die Upon. And even secular magazines will be like, these, I don't these, know who that is. Yeah, it's a death metal band. Oh, but, okay, but yeah. even the secular metal magazines will say like, all right, everybody, quit being babies. If you can listen to the satanic metal band, if you're not a Satanist, and the Nordic metal band and not believe in Norse mythology, you can listen to these Christians because it's just as good. By the way, I need to tell you, oh. I basically live in Tyler Durden's house now. That's my life now. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I am married to Tyler Durden. Like Jen is in Fight Club. Uh -huh. That's basically the whole thing. Gotcha. So like, I come home. She's her foot's taped up. She got broken toes. She got a, she's got this big like, now, now, cut across I, her I, face. I, I, do other people see her? Oh yeah, no, she's real. Okay, no, okay, okay. Full okay, Tyler okay, Durden. Okay, okay, no, it's okay. not full Tyler Durden. Don't spoil Fight Club for people either, <laughs> Jimmy. All right, listen. If you have not seen it by now, okay, you, it's rated R, and you shouldn't probably have seen it, but. From people like oh. Jimmy, who obviously know all the details of hard R movies, <laughs> you know, it's okay, I guess. My point is, is I came home. First of all, that was a brilliant film and you know it. Oh, yes. It, it's, okay. a, it's a great book. It's, right. a, it's a great film. It's, uh, yeah, it blows you away. Yeah. The de oh, my goodness. All right, we can talk about hours about that. Yeah. That's not the podcast. Here's the thing. Uh, I come home the other day. So Jen's already, like, toes have been broken. They're all taped up. So then I come home last night and she's got this. <laughs> She's got this. It looks like she's. It looks like she's got a cut across her nose, just in time for Thanksgiving. And I'm like, um, oh, by the way, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. So um, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what in the world happened? She's like, oh, it just happened when we're you know training and doing this stuff. So, yeah, man, that's my life mm. nowadays. Uh, Jen is got lots of bruises and yeah. um, wounds. Bruises and wounds. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like Ed Norton's character. I'm not, I'm not really in the movie. I'm like watching the movie. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when I say I live in, I live in Tyler Durden's house, I'm more just saying I'm watching it. Gotcha. She's actually in the movie. She's fighting. Yeah, I'm just kind of chilling. Yeah. But no, he fights. Yeah, but I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like she's fighting. I'm not. So like I. Oh, I, you're just okay. I I'm see. an observer. Yeah, you're, you're an observer. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not Meatloaf's character either. Oh, anyways, I no, stop. It out. I saw where I you was, would go. I was mm -mm. Totally going, nope. I was totally no, nope. <laughs> not a chance. I don't even, it's not even, it's not, it's not even funny. Bob. I'm not, you're not, you're I'm not, not Bob. I'm you're not Bob. Bob. Nope. Would anyways. You, would you do anything? No. Stop it. All right. Would you do anything for love? Nope. <laughs> even Brian Adams talking like I'd walk the wild for you. Remember that Brian Adams sang that song and he was like, I like I'd lie for you, I'd kill for you, yeah, I'd commit yeah. genocide for you. All these I'd things. Die for and then you. he says, "I would walk the wild for you." I don't even know what that means, I'd but I wouldn't do it. You won't do it's it. It's a way too much energy. Walk <laughs> like, the wild? That yeah. go on a hike? Definitely not. <laughs> just Definitely just not. explore. No, no, just, uh, no. Just, I'll just, meander. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Let's look, let's look at a couple of emails. We got right, we got some that. emails. I know got you time. got you got to go. I got to go pick up my sister in law. Man. So we're going to drive out there to the airport, pick her up. Jen doesn't get to see this sister very much, so she's very excited. So it's just really cool that Jen would then go pick her up. Jen doesn't really want to drive to O'Hare. That's not really her thing. But I mean, so so let's, let's go ahead and backtrack yeah. here. Okay. So uh, Jen yes. is willing to commit herself, mm -hmm. whole body, right. into violence. UFC MMA. Into violence. Let's just be honest. But yes. the 45-minute drive yeah. to go pick up her sister, who she does not see that often. And I'm pretty sure sisters from Germany? Yeah, of course. They're okay, families hey, from Germany. 
coming in from Germany. They're not from Brazil. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know. Yeah. Just right yeah. Coming in from Germany. Well, no, no, she, she lives in America now. Okay, but she can't wear in America. Colorado. Okay. She cannot, She's CEO of some company. She cannot be bothered to go pick her up? No, because as tough as Jen is, she gets very uncomfortable with that 190 merge, like going into O'Hare. That, that's the, what she's uncomfortable she does with? Not, she's like, not down. She's like, nah, she doesn't like that. That merge is fine. No, I, listen, I know that. You want to tell a, 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 a fighter that? I'm not going to tell her that. How, she can beat how me does, up. How does she do with 88 at the Hillside Strangler? She's fine. She's fine with the strangler, yeah, yeah. but she, she can't got, handle. No, there's too much, too many, too many things coming in at once on her. I don't know what to say. Yeah, I don't know, but I'll, you can say it to her. I'm not going to say it to her. She'll I'm going to say it to her. I'm going to go ahead. I dare her. you. No, I dare you. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Let's why don't we read this email? I don't want right. to. Talk about it. We, we have time Jen, for a couple. John, Jen, I'm sorry. All right, subject is leaving a church. Oh, dear Joe and Jimmy, your recent podcasts have mentioned families that have left Redeemer Fellowship and how you handled that. Thanks a lot, bro. Thanks, Thanks for, for bringing that us. up. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, Joe's mom's dead. You wanted to bring that up too? Yeah. Maybe your grandma just died. You want to talk about that? Yeah. Now? Like we just, why don't you just bring up all the wounds? So my wife and I, my what? Wait, my wife and I and our children have attended the same church for over a decade. We are thinking about leaving to attend somewhere else, although we have not decided where. We have no major theological concerns with our current church. We've had many church staff into our homes numerous times and vice versa. Consider them personal friends. We have and continue to be involved in many ministries over the years. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. However, in terms of the current U.S. political climate and racial tensions, we find ourselves continually out of step with the direction and leadership of the church. The selection of messengers, or sorry, the selection of messages appears to be increasingly geared and tailored towards those of a particular political viewpoint. A divide is growing between us, and I cannot deny it. These are big issues, and we feel the church is wrong. The question is this Can or should one leave a church if they disagree with the political stance, explicit or not, of church leadership? If so, what is the right way to leave transition churches? I'm sad we are at this point, and thank you in advance for any wisdom you can provide in this area. Thank you, guys. Uh, not my real name. By the way, you didn't give us a name, so not my real name doesn't doesn't make sense. You know, so don't come to our church. You don't even make sense. You don't <laughs> actually, even make you know sense. I actually appreciate. You should have put Bob. No, I think not it's, my real name. No, I think it's funny. It's I, not funny. It is funny. Yeah, it's, it's, it's as funny as leaving a church. That's. Okay, yeah, but it's, it's kind of playful. It's kind of playful. And I, I can see your real name. It's right there. In your right, 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 right. <laughs> Hat Aldridge. <laughs> yeah, so um, mm -hmm. let's talk about this. Now, I am, everything sounds great. You've been there for over a decade. Obviously involved, committed. Sounds like they have a good relationship. Uh, there's no theological concerns. Mm-hmm. You've got a great relationship with the staff. You guys are personal friends. Right. Like when we when you talk about leaving a church, that's not something to be taken lightly. That's a big deal, man. And and I think he's I think this individual see like clearly understands that. They're, yes. they're articulating that well. Uh so I'm just doing a side note here yeah. for Rabbit Trail for uh all of you that are uh haphazard. Mm -hmm. You know? You mean haphazard. No, no, no. There's no haphazard. No, 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 no. no. I love that this is not scripted. Like, <laughs> people think like, oh, Jimmy's being funny. No, no he no, said, no, no. he said haphazard. No, yeah, I, and I mean it. It's, it's half a hazard. Okay, all right. Like, if you're full hazard, that's all about it. But if you're just haphazard, like, you just go in halfway. Okay. You know, it's just partial. You know, it's kind of lazy. Haphazard. Joe. Haphazard. Yeah, yeah, Lacking yeah. any obvious principle of organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now Google okay. haphazard, on, and on. you're going to see it's two half different things. It's two hazard. different things. See? 
Nope, it just says showing results for haphazard. <laughs> uh, oh no, no, here, here it says Jimmy is dumb. All right, go, go ahead. You know what? You actually had me there. I was like vindicated. <laughs> Anyways, like for these people that that uh, yeah. are able to leave fairly quick, and when you say like, man, I've thought about it for like two months, that's not thinking about it. I'm sorry, two months is not two months. If is it's not thinking if about it's it. not like sexual abuse cover up, yeah. If it's not. I mean, it was not major theological concerns to the degree that they are denying Christian orthodoxy. Right. Two months is not a long time that you've thought this through. I'm sorry. No. And who should they be talking to? The pastors. Listen, go and talk to the leadership. Let them know. And be honest. Don't be afraid. Tell them, hey, listen, man, I think you guys are gearing this thing politically in one direction quite a bit. And it seems kind of weird. Um, because here, here's the problem. Your, 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 your question, you said, my question is this, can or should a one leave a church if they degree, if they disagree with a political stance explicit or not of church leadership? The answer is no, but that's not really what you're saying. You're not saying that you, well, I disagree with their political stance. Therefore I'm going to leave. You're saying that it's working its way into their preaching. And so that opens up things for discussion because are they are they are they preaching politics or are they preaching the word? Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? Are they preaching a political candidate or are they preaching the whole counsel of God? Now I don't know what's going on, and you you were you were very clear here in being vague. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like you didn't tell, you didn't there's no tell which way they're going, right? But we all know which way they're going. It's okay. So, anyways, <laughs> we, we 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 don't know which way they're leaning, but some in some way you're saying I, I'm hearing it in the preaching yeah. and, it, and the politics is coming out. This is time for a conversation. Yeah. Go and have a conversation. Like, hey, man. So like, uh, you know, you're preaching on, what are they preaching on? Masks, freedom to be mask free or or you have to wear masks. Like what, what are mm. they talking about? I mean, because we can't say what you should do in your situation, but the first thing we would do is go and talk to the, to the leadership. Well, yeah. And as you're talking about here, uh, you said, you know, if so, what's the right way to leave or transition? Uh, be transparent. Yeah. Before you leave or transition. Before you leave. Like, and again, three months is not a conversation, guys. I'm sorry. That's not a worthwhile deliberation. You've got a church that you've been with for over 10 years. You've got a church that theologically is solid. You've got a church that you have a relationship with right. the pastors and vice versa and personal friends. You've got a great church there. And sometimes people get a little off track for a off like, track. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, so maybe they're having a little... Maybe they're a little spun out on something. Yeah. Talk well, maybe, to them about Maybe it. you could help direct them in that regard. So when we were at a church in in uh, in British Columbia, so- Wait, what? When I was at a church in British Columbia, Canada. 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 Okay. Oh, so you tell me you don't, you don't know British where British Columbia, Columbia is? You, people say British Columbia because they want to sound fancy. Just say Canada so we know you're in the you're in the back, our backyard. Go ahead. The empty lot behind our house. Go. So, you know, uh, I, I was at the church that Michelle grew up in. She grew up in that church built relationships. These people mm. have, have held her, have taken care of her, have supported her in mission trips, have seen her grown, have, have encouraged her. She's been to their house. They've been to her house. Like there's, you know, she grew up in this church. Right. Uh, and I had some, I had some, some theological differences and leadership concerns with the senior pastor. I'll tell you what, that was no one month, two month, right. three month. Two and a half years later, we left. Mm-hmm. And that was after two and a half years of meeting every Friday morning with the pastor and tr- and talking 
and working through and praying together and reading right. scripture together. Uh, and because one, I not only did this church love and still do Michelle and cared for her, uh, they like a family. When I first moved there, they embraced me. The church mm-hmm. embraced me, right? Uh, as a as a son. As a, oh, as a what? A sinner. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they embraced me as a son. Yeah. Having you know, being a twenty one year old kid, uh, living in Canada with his whole family in Chicago and Texas, they took care of me like I was theirs. Yeah. Right. It's uh, not just about respect. It's about love. That's it. Right? This is a family. Like when we say this is a church family, leaving is divorce. Leaving is messy. It's not, I I don't understand how people take that lightly and just go. And we're not suggesting that this guy No, is, I'm not saying that. I'm just talking in general. general. Right. In I general, totally agree. Yeah. You know, I, I don't understand how you're not committed to it. And I don't understand how we can't be completely upfront and honest and transparent about our concerns with one another. Uh, and trying to work those out in, in an amicable way, right? Yeah. Uh, and listen, there might be certain things, and I mean, I'm trying to think of um, in, in previous churches, you know, like, okay, the, la- the last church I was working at, theologically sound, people were great. They loved Michelle and I very much. Worship was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You don't leave a church for that. No. You got to weigh the issues. Yeah. And for me, it's always been like, is the preaching tight? Are the people solid? Yeah. That's what I'm mostly focused on, right? You know, in terms of, obviously, if they're doing crazy stuff in worship, I'm not down. But I, I think this is really important. So I just want to say, though, yeah. because because I do know some people listen from from uh, in Port Alberni. Um, I still, every time Michelle and I come like, go back, mm-hmm. that church, even though I left, uh, and Michelle and I left, they still embrace us and they, they go, yeah, we get it. We understand. Yeah. But you were honest. You were upfront. And like, you didn't sorry, leave. Didn't you, and you didn't leave in a haphazard way. I did not leave in that way. Right. <laughs> I went full hazard. <laughs> but no, but they, but they still, because that's important too, yeah. is those relationships. You want, if you, you can actually maintain them if you, you do maintain, it right. And if you do it right. Yeah. And like, here's the thing is, is not only did Michelle grow up in there, her parents and her family still go there. Yeah. And like, how, how, how embarrassing is that? Where here's this guy coming in and blowing things up for my wife and her family. Mm. Like that's just, I, so I'm not, that's a side that that was an extra variable, but my premise is still, uh, I don't think this is something lightly. I don't, I don't leave a church lightly and I don't enter into a church lightly either. You know, uh, when we were moving back here, it took us about eight to nine months of listening to sermons online, uh, reading the constitution. Should have taken you one sermon. Should, you should have heard one sermon. You're like, that's where I'm going. Well, first of that all, guy's awesome. just so you know, mm-hmm. that first sermon was when you forgot your notes and you made Jen <laughs> go back to the office. And get your do- <laughs> of course, they don't edit that stuff out. <laughs> they, they can't edit it so out. If I, so it if I went it. off that one, Joey, I wouldn't be here. Okay. That was a good sermon. <laughs> Meh. I don't even remember it. Uh, you know what? I do actually remember it. Uh, you, were, you were giving an update about Yoshi because you had just gotten back and you were telling a story about going in the going Japan. Through the, yeah, in right, Japan. Right, anyway, right. so see? Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. That was back Come in- for the celebrity. Stay for the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we, it, it's just not something to be taken lightly. When you're transitioning, be transparent. Right. Be honest. And you know? then you'll know. Because when you go and talk to them and say, hey, listen, man, you it, it's the last three months have been super political. It, it, it's coming off that way to me. Yeah. What's up? Because I ha- I've had people come and talk to me. I just had a, a, a church member say, hey, you need to preach on this issue. 
And so what that's exactly what I preached on last week. It took me a month to get to it because I had things planned out, but I absolutely, I heard her and I'm like, you're, you're right. That would be great. Let me do that. Boom. Preach yeah. on that. Um, I, I had, I mean, it's a famous, I, I tell it, I'm not famous, but I tell it a lot. Like Pastor Brian came to me one time and was like, yeah, preaching's a little weak right now. What's going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dang, bro. And he's like, ah, I'm trying to help. I'm like, well, thanks for hurting my feelings. And he's like, sorry, but not sorry. I mean, yeah, like what's yeah. going on? What, what you- and so what I did was I said, well, why don't you help me critique me, help me to get better. Right. So you just, you got to step in and talk to people about these yeah. things because yeah. uh, it could really produce something good. And if not, and if you do wind up leaving, cause you might have to wind up leaving. If they're, if the church winds up, because the preaching is sometimes a good indication of where the church is heading. Yeah. And if the church is heading in a direction that's not biblical, where you can't stay because of conscience, then you can leave peaceably because you've actually taken the time to talk to people, to love them, to be patient, to reason with them, to listen to them. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just be quick. It doesn't sound like you have been, but... No. Um, but then also, you need to be open. Yeah. Right? Because I think... I, I, yep. I, I, I think sometimes people go into those conversations pretending that they're open. Right. Yeah, no, no. Listen, I just want to be honest. And I'm on the fence. Mm, no. Some people no, are, they've already, got, they, they've already got a foot out the door. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's it's rare where I see like an actual, someone actually saying like, I, I kind of want to work this out. Yeah. Like I really want to work this out. Uh, and time tells because, you know, three weeks later you're gone without a, without a word. Right. And, and, and let me assure you, and because we've had people leave well and we've had people leave in not so great ways. Um, horrible just like, ways. Just, like, just, just say just, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've left badly. And so um, every church has that experience. Um, if you don't leave well, you will not just be leaving a church. You will be hurting your brothers and sisters who love mm. you and care for you. You will not just confuse them. You will hurt them. So, um, yeah, I think you're, you're, you're thinking through it. You're praying through it. You're being careful. Yeah, I love this, brother. This is like for real. Like I, I, I really do appreciate this, uh, this email and uh, the yeah. heart behind it. Like I, I don't hear. Yeah, I, I don't read the the flippant one. No, you know? no, not at all, not at all. He's good. He's yeah. good. All right, we got time for one more. One more. Here we go. This is. Uh, we'll leave the names off because I never know. No, people... I'm gonna. What oh, you, you want to say it? it? Literally oh, says oh, okay, the name. Okay, you of course you want to say it. All right, go ahead. You don't know how to say it. I, oh, I can say, say it. I can say it. Go ahead. My name? <laughs> That's not me, by the way. That's him doing wow, it. Wow, Joey. That was not me. That was you doing Joey. that. Joey. Me, Hey, Joey. His name is Rodrigo. <laughs> Rodrigo. 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 All right, Rodrigo. So uh, he sends us. Rodrigo. And the subject is where to start when planting a church. Mm, I'm loving this one. Go ahead. Hey. 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 My name is Rodrigo. Rodrigo. I'm from Mexico. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. We love Mexico, especially Jimmy. Currently living in Leon, Leon, Guan, <laughs> Guanajuato. <laughs> Continue. Just Guan, keep Gu- Guana, isn't Guanabat? <laughs> Guano. I don't know. I can't say. I don't speak Spanish, dude. Doesn't but, matter. All right. So Rodrigo uh, is is down in Mexico. One of those violent states in Mexico. Okay. Oh, is it that? Is that what it is? Yeah, it is one of the most. Dang, violent states. bro! All yeah. right, mad respect. All right, a friend of mine recommended me uh, your podcast, and so far I have listened a lot. Didn't say that you liked it. That would have been helpful here. I have a quick question. <laughs> I hope you might read this message or answer via the podcast. My question is where to start when planting a church. I've been serving and learning since I was around 18. My family came to Christ when I was seven and I'm now 28, good age, uh, and currently praying to start a small gathering. 
But when it comes to give structure, I have no idea. I have served in a lot of churches, but never knew plantations. Have you? Hope you have something good to share. Thanks in advance. God bless you and greetings from Mexican territory. Man, thank you for listening and thank you for sending us this mm-hmm. message. It's actually a really big concept. We've talked a little bit about this in the past, so we're going to just shoot a bunch of stuff at yeah. you just off the top of our heads when we think about church planting. Jimmy, I'm going to say the the if at all possible, and in most cases I think it's possible, one of the most important things is that you don't just go out and start something that you 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 start something with the blessing and the oversight of of a local church of a local church. You need a local church to to no. govern you to help you because even you know you're 28, you're young. Um, I'm 48. I'm not as young, but I still need oversight. 48. I'm 48. 148. 48. Continue. 48. 1972 is when I was born. Mm. September 7th. Birthday, Amazon, go. Anyway, so I, we, we, we would always push that. You, uh, the Most of the guys, not all, but I'm saying up 90% and up of the guys that go out and try to start their own thing, mm-hmm. they fail. It doesn't work. You need the oversight, the care, the love, the prayer yeah, yeah. Uh, of, a, of a local church and good leadership. And if you can't get a local church to help you, then you need to find, you need to build a team of pastors mm-hmm. that will work together to help you in this way. Yeah. You, but you need... You need that accountability. You need that oversight. You need wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. You need people that you can bounce ideas off of. Yep. Uh, There's no, there's no trailblazing here. Right. Right. Like very rare is someone going and trailblazing these days. And when they do, some goes, it goes, doesn't go so great. It it goes, it goes full hazard. It goes full hazard. Full hazard. As we've learned. Mm Mm-hmm. Half hazards is bad. It's bad, but then there's full, full hazard, yeah, and then there's full, dukes full of hazard, hazard which <laughs> is awesome. That's a different thing. <laughs> that, that's what you know you lit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I I like that joke. Get the full blessing. Um, and I think from there, let uh, me just say this: a healthy church should be excited about yeah. you wanting to wanting to see a church planted. That doesn't mean that you're going to be the guy. Yeah, right. If you're a part of a healthy church, they're going to help to diagnose whether mm-hmm, or not you're mm-hmm. ready to go. So, you know, be open to all of that. But um, in general, your your local church should be, if it's healthy and if you're you're called, they should be able to send you to do this work. I think next um, is as, you know, you talk about uh, start a small gathering. Uh, I, I'm, when I read that, um, I'm hearing I'm ready to start a small church. You know, uh, that's not gather your team together, Joe. That's, you know, uh, that right there is, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to hit the ground running. Um, and, you know, starting with, I got four, four, four walls and a Bible kind of a thing. So I would caution you not to do that. I'd caution yeah. you to start pulling together maybe a, what we call it a core team, mm-hmm. get a couple individuals, some, some families, and just start meeting together uh, midweek to, to study and to pray yep. as you're, con- as you're continuing in your church. And maybe that's what he means. We we, get, we can't really. No, I get it. I know the lingo. Go. <laughs> okay. I'm so, not being, yeah, I'm being, yeah. Yeah. Even though you're not from Mexico, but oh, it's, I, but it's I, okay. But, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, 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 it's listen, fine. it's a brown thing. You don't get it's, it. Oh, is it a brown thing? Yes. You oh, just don't get okay. it. Okay. Well, I can never get brown things. No, no. Um, and you, yeah. Remember, I was going to bring my Russian bathhouse story up again. 
<laughs> so <laughs> you already got in trouble for that once. Some kind lady told you. All right, so here's the thing. Um, I think Jimmy's, we totally agree. We, we've, we've worked on this quite a bit with other churches and with our own church plants. It is ideal to start with a, you know, a meeting of, of people that are interested, mm -hmm. potentially committed, who want to see a new work started. And this is when you're going to be casting vision for the kind of church. Um, you know, is it going to be confessional or reformed? Uh, you know, like what, what all the things that go into what's going to make your church a healthy church. So you're going to want to cover all of that. But one of your, your basic question is where, like where to start planting a church. And so I don't really, do you mean geographically where? Because a lot of guys ask that question, where am I supposed to plant? And then other people mean, where do I start? You know, That's what he's asking. He's saying, where do I start? So I, I think then if you're asking, where do you start? You, you start with your local church and leadership that can help assess you. Um, if you can't, especially if you can't be a part of an, of an assessment yeah, process yeah. or a network, talk to your leaders and say, Hey, listen, I have a burden to plant a church or to lead a church. What do you think? Let them guide you through this process. That's step number one. Um, as you're getting confirmed in all of this, then you need to begin studying not because let's just say you're a theological beast. Let's say you're a, a, a biblical bank of knowledge. You still need to now study what it means to start a mm -hmm, church, mm -hmm. what goes into it, not just theologically, but practically. So you're going to need a lot of study on this. You're going to need to be trained. And whether that's just by you know people over the internet or people walking alongside you, but you're going to need to get a lot of education to figure out like what are the first steps. First step, like we've said, is begin to, if you've got the okay from your church, begin to gather people to talk about what this church is going to be like. But you also have to consider the where. Where are we going to plant? Mm -hmm. You're going to plant a block away from your parent church? Might not be the greatest idea. Not because it's going to be a threat to them, but because they're already established. It's not going to be advantageous to you. Why would they go to your new little church with some dorky guy that they don't mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. and then go to the established church where, this, where, the things, where things mm -hmm. are happening? Mm -hmm. So you want to determine where. What are some things that people should be considering, Jimmy, in your mind when they're determining where they should plant? Uh, one, I, I would like to see, you know, places where maybe there's not as many churches, you know, uh, I would see or not as many good churches. Uh, yeah. Not as many good churches. Uh, maybe places where, uh, uh, you're seeing kind of that greater need, mm -hmm. you know, for, for spiritual health. Um, I would also be looking at where my team is from, like geographically. And is there a spot that that maybe centers around that, you know, uh, because these individuals are going to be reaching out into their spheres of influence uh, and and hopefully, you know, spreading the gospel uh, in their communities. And so it needs to be somewhere more. Uh, what's the word? Uh, localized. Is that? Yeah. 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 That works. I mean, all those are these are the kind of questions you have to be kind of walking through. And this is why it's good to have other people around you that you trust because like Jimmy might come up with three questions. I might come up with three questions, add one more guy into the mix or one more girl into the mix. You might have three more questions mm -hmm. and these are all going to help us mm -hmm. pare it down. Another thing to consider is are there different kinds of communities or are there different kinds of people that yeah. you resonate with that you think I, I'm equipped to reach these people? Like, so yeah, you know, we're talking about subculture, subgroups within a culture. Um, and, and where do they typically right. live? So like, for example, um, good friend of ours, Jeff Brewer, pastor, Jeff hope fellowship in Lombard, Illinois. Now, um, 
he was the church planting resident. I don't know what they call it at college church and college church is a big, uh, healthy church in Wheaton. Uh, it's got a lot of money. It's got a lot of rich people. Uh, it's in a rich city and they do a lot of good ministry. But Jeff, when they hired him as their church planting guy, he's only there for a few years and they allow him to strategize and then to go out and plant somewhere. And he did not want to plant the same exact kind of church at Wheaton, which is fine. Like that's, mm -hmm, that's that, mm -hmm. Wheaton's fine. Bible church. Wheaton, no, Wheaton, college church. That's fine. Um, he said, I want to plant more of a church in a blue collar neighborhood. That's more me. That's yeah, more my yeah, family. Yeah, that's yeah. more my emphasis. And that's exactly what he did. And that's why college, I'm going to Italy. Yep. College church, which is more white collar, if we're being honest, was happy to send him and equip him and, and have him go what out. What do you mean? Sorry, blue collar, white collar. What do you mean? White collar being more uh, professional business, more money, blue collar being trades. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just, uh, I find myself being colorblind. <laughs> you were so excited to use that, weren't you? That's from the office, and it's amazing. Oh, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid. Here's the thing about the office, guys the office was funny, but it's not scripture. You memorize the office like it's the inspired word of God. It is inspired. No, it's not. Yes, it not is. Not in the it's same not way. Same. Not like Hebrews. <laughs> you a stupid office. Come on, you like that? No. Yeah, you, I even. I made, thought you had something good you, and you I, stole it. I even made you <laughs> define white collar. I'm wondering, like, who doesn't know white collar and blue collar? Bro, that's set up. Oh, okay. I feel so the good. The point is, the point is, figure out. Look at you. You're so happy with yourself. I am. Yeah, before the podcast, you were bearing your heart. You were bearing your soul, almost in tears about real stuff in your I life. Know. We get on the podcast and you're playing office quotes. <laughs> Hope this helps. Hope you feel better. I do actually. Thank you. Good. Cathartic. Thank Cathartic. Look it up. Google that while I'm talking. No, no, no. I get it. I know. No, Go ahead. Oh, really? Yeah. Cathartic means? Uh, half lardic. No. Okay. Um, a calf of a lardic? Half of a Carthic? <laughs> So I, the, the, the main thing here that we would, we would encourage you in is to know like where you're planting. Right. So like I'm obviously, um, in our, in our area, right. So yeah. like if, if you guys know what I look like, I look like a guy that I look like Kid Rock's cousin. Okay. I look like the guy that lives in Kid Rock's trailer. Like I'm like, I'm the poor cousin of Kid Rock. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, if you know who Kid Rock is and you were like, what does his poor cousin who never made it out of the trailer look like? That's what I look like. I know what I look like, okay? Okay. I, I watched it. Oh, that was really good. That's that's pretty fair. That, I mean, if no, you're no, just no, going to no, judge. Just, but I'm just saying, I'm, you yeah. know, there are times, Joey, mm -hmm. where I'm like, I sit in awe yeah. of some yeah. of these. Uh, Analogies. Yes. Okay. And listen, the best part is not scripted. That's how no. good. That's how so, great. <laughs> I get it. So, like, I'm not going to fit in ever. But actually, in this neighborhood... Like nobody cares, even though it's middle class, upper middle class. Yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah. nobody pays any attention to all of that. Um, so it, it, it's all fine. Um, I know these people. I grew up here. I know these people. Like I have a burden for these people. This is where I want to be. Yeah. So yeah. just know, like you know, do you have a burden for a particular kind of person? Do you have a burden for a particular neighborhood or city? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna help you kind of kind of narrow it down. But the main things are. What does your local church say? How do you know you should be involved in this at all? Well, your local church or good godly leadership should be telling you. Where are you going to go? Well, that's going to depend on where you live, where you want to move to, if you need to move, um, and who you're you know, best equipped to, um, to minister to.
And then, um, you know, what kind of oversight are you going to have? What's the, what shape is the ministry going to take? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But the, the place to start is with your church leadership Yep. and with, if they give you their blessing, start meeting and praying. I like it. Just start meeting and praying. You know, pray that God would do something. I'm talking to a guy all the time. Um, I don't want to give his details out, but he's in Illinois and he wants to see something happen in a particular city where there isn't a lot happening mm -hmm. in Illinois. It's not It's not even anywhere near Chicago. And he has a burden for it. He's praying for it. He's working towards it. And he gets as much input and advice mm -hmm. as he can from as many churches yep, as he can, yep. even his home church. And his home church is like, listen, man, we're not about that because that's too far away but you should go and just start something there. Mm. You should go start a Bible study there. And so, you know, he's talking to all the people like, you know, he's talking to real smart dudes like me. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, okay, just to get okay. a little bit of something there. But the, I, I think those are the main things. Anything else, Jimmy, you want to throw at this guy? I mean, I, I mean it, and it's in Mexico, so that's a totally different context mm -hmm. than where we're at, you know, west of Chicago. Yeah. No, I think you covered it. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctor and Devotion. You can head to the website, Dr. Roche. Doctrine and Devotion. It's doctrine and Devotion. It's two words. It is. Yeah. And, and, and there you can contact us. Mm -hmm. or you can sign up for the email right. blast or hit the store, jofostore.com, and grab some of that gear. We have gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Uh, you know, we got some blogs out there. Yeah, we've got some blogs, we've got some videos. We've got some videos. We're working on video. So go check it out. Later. Later.